Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salam ala ibadihin ladhin astafa. Khususan ala sayyidi rusuli wa khatim al-anbiya wa ala alihi al-askiya wa ashabihi al-atqiya amma ba'd. There is a beautiful analogy some of the ulama use to describe the unfortunate state of the human being. That imagine a person that is being chased by a lion. They know very well the lion is after them and they are running for dear life to save themselves from this lion. Nowhere to run, the individual sees a hole in the ground and notices that it's a well. So the person jumps in the well holding on to a rope. He's holding on for dear life, the lion's on top outside of this well waiting to find an opportunity to pounce on its prey. Now the problem with this situation is that if the person climbs all the way to the bottom of the well, there is a snake waiting there for him. So he can't go down, he can't go up. And to make the situation more complicated, there are two mice, a black and white one, that are nibbling away at this rope. So while everything is stacked up against this person, they can't go up, they can't go down, they can barely hold on to this rope. All of a sudden the person notices that there is a honey comb on the other side of the well. And the individual forgets about everything, forgets about all of it. And gets involved and interested in this honey and rather than holding on to that rope, that person lets go because they're so distracted by this brief temptation, this small temptation that's before them. And this is life. That on one hand you have death which is chasing you, kind of like that lion. And at the bottom you have the grave, the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala waiting for you. You're holding, off to this, you're holding on to this rope which is your life. And those two mice, that white and black mouse, are like day and night that are just nibbling away at your life. And before you know it, your life will come to an end. Now in all of this, rather than trying to find a solution to the problem or figuring out how to make the most of your time, the human being is distracted by this honey, this sweet dunya, that we see temptations and we see distractions and we engage with them while forgetting what's actually happening to us. There is a physical reality of the human being. But as Muslims, we believe that in addition to the physical human being, there is a spiritual reality. And that spiritual reality has so many considerations. And the greatest one is to know that our time in this dunya is limited, and every human being's soul will exit their body. And that body will be lowered into the ground, but the journey of the soul will continue. And then ultimately, each person stands in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the Qur'an tells us, that every deed, every deed of yours in this dunya is recorded and you will be held accountable for it on the day of judgment. Every distraction in this world is like a veil that covers the heart. 
And after decades of being distracted and falling for temptations and just becoming addicted to that honey, now this heart is covered and surrounded by nothing but darkness, kind of like maybe a flickering light that lies somewhere within some deep cave that no human eye has ever even seen. That's the state of many of our hearts. To guide mankind out of this very complex situation, this very peculiar place that shaitan has landed us in, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us two sources of light, the Qur'an and the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That these are your two sources of light. If you let go of them, you will continue to fall eternally. There is no recovery. But if you wish to live now that you are in free fall, you have to pull your parachute. And you have to guide yourself to a safe landing. And that is the Qur'an and Sunnah. You will need to connect. While the human being chooses to be distracted, while we continue to be lost in our TV shows and play our video games and be addicted and, and nurse off of our never-ending news cycles and engage in all the gossip of social media of who slapped what and who said what and who said what. You know, this world of ours that we've chosen to fall into, there is no going out of it unless you choose to. While know that as you are falling deeper and deeper, on the other side, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hasn't given up hope on you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hasn't given hope on humanity. And therefore in the Qur'an, when you open it, you find that this far distant human being, Allah is still calling that human being and saying, you are mine, come back to me. No matter how much darkness there is, your Allah is with you. Don't forget your Allah. No matter how dark the world gets, no matter how lonely you become, you are not in this alone. If you choose to reach to Allah, Allah will pull you up. If you walk to Him, He will run to you. If you come one hand span to Him, He will come one arm's length to you. Sayyidina Yunus salam was swallowed by this massive fish, this massive whale. And that whale settles at the bed of the ocean. And the toxicity within this fish is consuming Sayyidina Yunus alayhi salam. He is so sad because he knows Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is holding him accountable for a mishap of his. He feels lonely and there's so much dark there because the Quran says regarding that darkness, Wanada fi dhulumat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't say Wanada fi dhulmatin, that he called Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a darkness. Rather, the Quran says, Wanada that there were many layers of darknesses that he was in and he was very lonely in that moment. Some Mufassirun say that as he was lying there hopeless and despondent, he was lying and he heard through the skin of the fish that the rocks were also doing dhikr of Allah. So he thought that if these rocks lying at the bottom are doing dhikr of Allah, how can I forget Allah? And then he said, La ilaha illa ant. Subhanaka inni kuntu I was wrong, there is no one but you. That's where the journey starts. Understanding that your Allah will always call you every day, every night, whether you hear the call or whether you take heed for it or not. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Ya ayyuhalladina amanastajibu lillahi walirrasul idha da'akum lima yuhyikum. That when Allah and His Messenger give you a call, respond to that call. 
When they call you to that which nourishes you, which gives you life. And know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intervenes between the human being and his soul, that he is so close to you. And only to him will you return. Similarly, in the riwayah of Tirmidhi, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to us, as reported by Anas bin Malik radiallahu an, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks to the human being with very intimate words, a call to you and I. Yabna Adam, O son of Adam, innaka ma da'utani wa rajawtani ghafartu laka ala ma kana fika wa la ubali. As long as you calling out to me, you keep calling out to me, O son of Adam. As long as you keep having hope in me, I will overlook everything. Everything that happened, I'm willing to overlook it. And I won't care. I won't remind you of what you did. It'll all be done and dusted. Yabna Adam, O son of Adam, innaka law balagat dhunubuka anana sama, thummastaghfartani ghafartu lak wala ubali. If your sins were to reach the regions of the skies, and then you were to ask me for forgiveness, I will accept it and I will not care. Because you are mine, I created you, I want you to love me. I've always loved you. This story of the love of Allah and the servant doesn't start with you, it starts long before your existence when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave a kun to create your soul. Your soul was no accident. It was created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the day Allah decided for khair for you. That's the day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided to send you to this world and give you the chance to love Him. Give you the opportunity to spend one second of your life in the most meaningful thing in the existence of this entire universe and beyond it. One moment of loving Allah. We can't even imagine those who have spent their lives doing this. Allah has created us for that. Wala ubali, I will forgive it all and I won't care. Yabna Adam, O son of Adam, innaka lawlaqitani biqurab al-ardi khataya. If you came to me on the day of judgment, or if you come to me in this world, if you come to me with an earth full of sin, thumma laqitani la tushrik bi shay'a. However, when you came to me with those sins, you did not make partners with me, you were loyal to me. La ataytuka biqurabiha maghfiratan. I will come to you with an earth full of forgiveness. You can never outdo me. Your sins can never outweigh the mercy of Allah. But you will have to be loyal to me. You will have to bow in front of me. You will have to be humble. This journey that we start today, this conversation and discussion we talk about today, that we wish to discuss over the next 30 days about that path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It starts with us knowing that we are in a very vulnerable, weak place right now. But what we have in our favor, what we have in our corner, is the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's calling us. His revelation was sent to us. He is waiting for us day and night. Now, it's our turn to take that step. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept and grant us tawfiq, strength and ability, guidance, inspiration, perspective. Us, our children, our families and our communities to walk on this path. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته